Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three usual players, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Say hello to the internet. Hello to the internet. Hello. Alright. <laughs> you guys are so just unenthusiastic. You just come out the gate with that energy. You come in hot and I like it. I've got to say, every time we we always start out on bad energy because you're telling us what to do, and every single time my mind's just like, no, no, I'm not going to do what he says. I'm not starting out like that. I'm not starting out as his his, his puppet, uh, his his monkey, the organ grinder over here. Not doing it. Not happening. And yet, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. Allow me my small act of rebellion, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, they will be reprising their regular roles as Tommy the Gunslinger Rogue, Sophia the Monster Hunter Cleric, and Rogar the uh, Paladin Sorcerer. I feel like we should make like fancy titles for your multi-classes at some point, just to make it easier to say. That'd be awesome. If if anyone out there has got any ideas... um, Hit us up with them before next week. If not, we'll um, probably have a bit of a chat on our um, on our WhatsApp and come up with some ideas for them. It's just going to be flow the amazing. <laughs> well, I was thinking for Tommy, the only one I have outright is uh, Hitman. That's yeah. kind of what you're going towards. That is kind of what I'm going towards, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should shave my head and do a barcode on the back. <laughs> yes, and uh, well, last week was very much the Tommy show. It was. I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought you did. Uh, you did rather well. You got through the palace. You didn't get spotted. You uh, were relatively successful at being deceiving, at least long enough that you needed to be. And you rescued a bunch of prisoners and got out of there the way you were intended to. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, and I also solved the uh, Monkey Island puzzle with a little bit of help. You did a lot of help, mate. After missing the hint about four times, <laughs> yeah. that was a lot of fucking help, dude. You are not smart. Neither are any of us. You were all there. <laughs> Rogar's getting smarter. He did, actually. He got Rogar smarter. Is, Rogar is getting smarter. Um, less less charismatic, which doesn't really help with those spells. But um, <laughs> No, <smarter>. that's true. <laughs> uh, as he slowly learns more horrifying things about the reality, he gets smarter and also crazed. Yeah. yeah. This is the way to go. I prefer not knowing anything. Yep. Blissful ignorance. Yeah. But I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Under the mud and grime, maybe. Hey, 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 I'm prettier than Rogar. It's true. It's not difficult these days. No, no. (laughs) I mean, I think he is tending towards the term monstrous. So, you know, it's not the highest, uh, well, it's not the lowest bar to limbo under. Oh, I mean, if if, if you get any worse, Rogar, then Sophia's going to have to hunt you. Um, I believe yeah. the term is acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were an acquired taste before, dude. Now you're just you're just a bad egg. Hey, I wasn't bad looking for a dragon. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> very possibly. You could tell us anything. I mean, t- Tom, Tommy is the peak of human performance, Rogar. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just depressing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
Hey, I'm, I'm, you, you've never seen me underneath. My, actually, yeah, you have. You will see me naked. Yes, uh, too a often. lot. <laughs> Fair enough. It's uh, yeah. Tommy had a very successful run last week, and you guys freed a bunch of people. Rogar found out that he's now going to travel with the guy who may or may not have killed his dad. That's uh, still in the balance a little bit. But you also found out that someone might be impersonating the guard captain in the palace itself. A little bit of mystery and intrigue there for you all. And to top that off, when you all went to the revolutionary meeting to plot your little war council, seems you were met by someone you didn't expect. Yeah, you, we, there was nothing that, we, that you said ever that would make us think that she would turn up to the party. Yeah, no, no it was it, it was a proper um, out of nowhere moment. Yeah, there was no foreshadowing there. No, no, there were no <laughs> shadows in 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 that. It direction. was it, it was it was it was it was a good proper twist. Like what the, <laughs> what the, what the? except of course for Tommy, it was just like who the fuck's this bitch? Because <laughs> <laughs> not a clue who she is. <laughs> Still drew my guns because it seemed ominous. <laughs> and to be fair, she is flanked by what we consider illuminated as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yes. the only reason why you knew that she was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely a bad egg. Well, we're about to find out, I think. Right. So yeah, you uh you walked into the meeting room that is going to host this uh, little war council of revolutionaries, and you saw before you Illustra and four of her little pets. At least we got that right. That she's like that they're her pets. Hmm. And uh, well, I think that's where we're going to pick up as you all draw your weapons and kind of stand there. I don't know, surprised, a little bit frightened, a little bit uh, trigger happy. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, at least two of you recognize this woman. Yeah. Does she recognize me though? Mm, don't know yet. Mm. I think the best place to start will be uh, Rogar's just going to be like. And why the fuck are you here? <laughs> I think we got a great gate crasher. Party crasher. Uh, do, you, do you two know who the fuck this woman is and why she's surrounded by those things? Are you saying that to uh, Orman or those two? Uh, that, well, because Rogar was like, what are you doing here? So that's, that's kind of my response. Is like, do you fucking know this woman? And why has she got them? What the fuck is going on? Someone tell me what's going on. Well, you remember how I told you about Elistra, one of the illuminated, the, the flesh weaver. Oh yeah, welcome. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Her, uh, just to be clear, her master is the flesh weaver. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, the one who worked with the flesh weaver. Even. Yeah, yeah. aspires so to, to be. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Tommy, Tommy now has both barrels trained on each of her eyes at the moment. <laughs> at least she's only got two, unlike Kroger. That's very true. I'd need another hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it cuts a little bit of a disquieting image as you see these four illuminated abominations, these floating mechanical undead monstrosities flanking this relatively ordinary looking woman who is just sat there in a, a nice tidy robe, her hair pulled back in a neat bun, and she's just smiling at you all as you all pull weapons on her. And as you do that, she sort of smiles back at you all and goes, well, it's a little bit of an unexpected reaction. I come all this way just to chat, and you all pull weapons on me. Oh, oh man, this is not the sort of chat that I was coming here for. And yes, I 
please. And he kind of like puts his hands up to you guys and like, they are here to speak with us. I would suggest that we listen. Listen, Gav, no offense, but earlier on, I wouldn't have known you from Adam. It's the first time I've met you and you've just introduced us to a woman who is surrounded by four creatures that have been trying to fucking kill us. Look, on top of that, right, let's, let's just find someone out here. How do you know her? As I mentioned, I have been doing my best to find out information about these creatures, and he kind of nods towards the illuminated abominations, so that we could figure out a way to counter them during the upcoming fight. Don't invite them to the party if you just want information about them, dude. As I mentioned, I was unsuccessful in finding out a way to stop them. On one of our raids, it seems that they were waiting for us. We had tried to avoid attracting too much attention and not to attack them directly, but it seems that wasn't good enough. And on that day, I met this woman, and he looks over to Alistra. She came to me with an offer, one that I think will be difficult to refuse, given the situation. Rogar's going to put his sword away. I've been... No, go on, go on. I was just going to say, he's just going to be like, right, come on then. What have we got going? I'm just going to like, just motion to Tommy and Sophia just to kind of like lower the weapons because she'll murk us anyway. I'm just like, listen, pal, in the last few weeks, I've been given a lot of offers that I couldn't refuse, none of which I fucking liked. Can you tell me right now a good reason why I should put my guns away? Quite simple. She will destroy everybody in this room. Well, at least I might get a fucking shot off before she does. Okay, and you remember what her master did to Handrel, yeah? That was her master? It was one of her pets, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, that was the Flesh Weaver, Cicelyne. Well, as I've tried to say. So it wasn't one of the Illuminated? The things. Crimson Tongue is Cicelyne. Oh, Handrel, sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry, that, yeah. That's, that, yeah, yeah, that's sorry, what... Sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking Ansia, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I still tried to fucking shoot her there, didn't I? All right, well... This better be fucking good. And I stare pointedly at her, and I gradually lower my guns. When you mention Cicelyne, you do notice her, um, Elistra's eyebrow kind of arches a little bit, and she looks towards Rogar. Well, well, someone's been busy. Tell me, where did you learn that name? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know a lot of things, you know, like how... The end of the universe is in the stars, like how only one person may be able to save us. So many things. But yeah, um, no, back to where, uh, yes, um, that name. I was told that name and it's in a book. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> what does that name mean to you? Oh, I think you apparently already know that. But I'm not here to talk about myself. No, 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 no. I'm here to talk about you all and your little plans. You see, I find myself in an interesting predicament in that the fate of your little revolution is something I seem to be able to sway one way or the other. I would assume you'd be one to stop it, surely. Being so close to Cran as you are. Well, seeing as your little fucking pets have been all around the city, 
doing Kren's dirty work. Oh yes, it's been quite fun. But I think it's time that this particular charade came to a close, don't you? Charade? <laughs> yes, charade. It seems my work here is done, and I would like to leave this city peacefully, without a problem. But I'd also like to make it look good. Do you catch my meaning? So in other words, you want the revolution to stage a distraction for you to leave? No, 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 no. You see, I believe one of you went on a mission tonight. Is that not correct? And she kind of scans all four of you. Perhaps we did. Of what was it to you? Is that to you, yeah. Well, what would you think if, while one of you was infiltrating the palace, the rest of you were doing your damnedest to fight your way through my tower? Tower? She, yeah, she means the illuminated tower, I'm guessing. Yes, I'm referring to the tower that we have repurposed in the noble quarter. I'm sad that you never came to pay me a visit. <laughs> you seemed so enraged by my creations, and yet you never stopped by. More's the pity, but perhaps it works out in our favour now. You see, while your friend, the gunslinger there, and she kind of clocks your weapons and everything that you... The way you stand, Tommy, and the way you carry yourself. You can almost sense as she's looking at you. She's looking almost through you. Like she can see things that, or at least sense things that the rest of you can't. Are you checking me out, love? Sorry. <laughs> You're not quite my type, little young. Well, it seems while you were infiltrating the palace, you three invaded my tower, killed many of my workers, and irreparably damaged some of my experiments, including the teleportation network. How am I going to possibly survive? I couldn't possibly help Kren. No, 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 no. I must protect myself if that was the case. You starting to see what I mean? I get it. I think what this lady, who I'm pretty sure was checking me out, by the way, is talking about is, for the record, you didn't, but everyone's going to believe you did. You three, tonight, went in there, fucked up her tower, destroyed all her experiments. That's going to be the official record from now on. What she's actually, what actually How happened the is... How fuck would we really do that? Well, no one knows exactly what you were doing. You guys were sitting around in a pub reading a book, but that doesn't really sound like, you know, special agents of the revolution, does it? So what, what would be more believable is if you were off on another secret mission. And if that were the case, that's the kind of secret mission you would have been on. So if she fucks up her tower now and says it was us, who's going to believe we didn't? Yeah, I'm happy to take credit for that. What do you get out of this, love? <laughs> I get a good reason to leave. A believable one. Are you going to take all your minions with you? Oh, of course. Why wouldn't I? Just, 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 just give me one second. Just, can, can I pull like, the guys to like a side just one second? Oh, oh, don't mind me. Take a moment. Though we do have a limited time until more of your friends show up, and I'd prefer not to be here. Might ruin the narrative a tad. Oh, that's fine, that's fine. This will take a couple of seconds. So, basically, what, what, what they do is they come in, disturb like a situation, put it, point it in one direction where they want it to go, and then try and get out without it looking like they've ever been there. So, basically, this is her way of getting out, and the story is... Leave. 
Well, why would she want to stay? She's done what she came here to do. What, disrupt the whole fucking city? By the sounds of things. Um, yeah, I get that. I get what her motive is. I get why. I'm just wondering why we should help. Why does she want to get out so bad? I mean, could we... Is there some, there some reason she needs to escape now? Because she's offering us quite a bit here. She's Well, she's probably been told. What if she doesn't get out? That's what I'm thinking. Because is she our enemy? Is she not? We should, we should check her out. Is she in insight checker? If you want. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go down too well. Um, Show her your eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you can give it a try. Probably not going to find out much, but you, you never know. What are you insight checking about her? Does her story hold up? Is she actually on our side or is she just going to fuck off again? I don't think she's on our side. She's, she's definitely going to fuck off again. But is, is, is she lying about something? Is, is, she, is there something she's not telling us that... No, no, not just like not telling us, but like, is she deceiving us, basically? Okay. I mean, you can do me an inside check if you want to see if she at least... Uh, what she's proposing sounds believable. Go for it. Um, does it do you want to do it, Rogar, with your third eye? Or shall I? Uh, well, that would give me disadvantage. Oh, does so, it? Oh, okay. It's only on perception checks. Oh, is it, uh, oh sorry. I thought it was insight. Uh, I got I got an 11, so. <laughs> I mean, she seems a little bit inscrutable. I mean, given Rogar's explanation, you seem to think it sounds plausible. All, all, I'm, all I'm thinking, all, all Tommy's thinking is, does do we want her to successfully achieve her mission? Yeah, we've been at odds for a while now. I think we might be walking into a trap. Or do we? I mean, it's is it? I I I I figure that Tommy figures that. Yeah, okay. Letting her go now, it's probably gonna help with the short term goal quite a bit. Letting her go now may really fuck us in the future, though. But then, no, no. I, Sorry, Rogos. No, Rogos. Like. <laughs> Unless, unless we get involved in like a seriously big thing later, I can't see them getting involved. The, 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 the point is, it's just it's just massive events. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like if she if she's not, why disrupting this city a massive event? Well, Rogar doesn't know, but Re- regime change is pretty big, and obviously, Kren's yeah, involved in something. It's been taken. It's taken like five years. But then again, that doesn't mean anything to her because she's okay. So so, 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 so Tommy's gonna, Tommy's gonna. I've already said that. Said what I what I said. But we like. So you honestly believe if we let her go now, we're not gonna get fucked in the ass later on? No, this isn't a trap. This is this is this is this is. There's no reason for us for her to trap us. She need. She wants a way out. We are conveniently enough providing her with a very plausible way out. That's, 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 that's the whole, she's, look, she's done what she's going to do. She's got no reason to lie to us. If she wanted, if she wanted to get rid of us, she could do it with a snap of her fingers. Yeah, she could, which was what, which makes it what we wonder why she needs us. She doesn't, she just needs, she's just using us as an excuse because she not because she found out about the revolution because numbnuts over there got caught. Mm. We didn't get caught. All right, Rogar. Well, on your word then. Let's see if we can pump her for some more information. First, yeah. well, like, yeah, does she know that if this is the real Barrett Pierce and 
No, just well. find out. Does she know? Does she know we? The, the things to ask will be to ask about Kren's madness because we know Tommy mentioned that he's obviously got some kind of madness. Yeah. So we need to what well, we need to ask about that because basically that could be as far as we know that could be the reason why all this started. So we don't know how long he's been mad, but it would seem that it's for a while. If by the the uh, description that we were given. I'm assuming Tommy relayed it pretty much word for word. Yeah. And then it's basically, if the Illuminated are out of the way, what are we dealing with here? We're just dealing with City Guard because then we don't, I mean, we don't know what numbers are like in the Resistance, but we have some pretty powerful people on our side. So we have a chance. Go on then. Let's ask her the questions then. Okay. So, uh, well, yeah, I'll speak if you want. So after our little conference that we've just had, um, I'll just turn to her and say, right, okay, I understand. You, you're looking for a way out. That's fine. We'll help you as best as we can. But just to, just while you're here, you, would you mind if I asked you a couple of questions? <laughs> oh, quite a curious one, I see. Well, it depends what those questions are. You're always free to ask. Whether I answer or not is up to me. That That's a very good point. So, um... My friend here noticed while, you know, he was on his excursion um, that Samuel Crenn seems to be suffering with some form of, uh, some form of madness. Um, not too dissimilar to myself. <laughs> but um, any idea how long that's been going on or, or, you know, how that was caused? Any of those things? Oh, I'm afraid poor Samuel returned from a mission wounded but not of the physical sense of the mind. It was terrible to see. I fear that there was nothing anyone could do for him. Not even someone as powerful as you. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not a healer. <laughs> I never assumed that you were, love. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I could have torn his body apart and made something new out of it. I guess that would have cured what ails him, but I don't think that's the outcome he would have preferred, you know? <laughs> hmm. How interesting. So you're saying he went on a mission and he just ended up being insane? Oh, quite. It was a, a horrifying experience. I believe your um, friend who will be arriving in about 40 minutes or so, the, uh, the Araha Odell, was there with him. They, they fought some sort of terrifying dragon made of the very cosmos a creature infected with madness of its own. Perhaps Kren caught something in the fight, I'm not certain, but when he returned, he was a changed man. All right, I'm going to insight check her, because I know that's a, that's a lie. You don't Tommy. know shit, but I'll let you insight check her a little as a metagame. Yeah, uh, yeah, as a metagamer, I'm saying I know that's a lie, so I want to met, like insight check her. 17. Ah, that sounds super plausible to you. She is, yeah, I mean, that's madness can be infectious. You've seen what happened to Rogar. He suddenly woke up one day insane. God, it's so believable. That oh, is a, so uh, stupid. That, that's a natural 20 on her deception. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I guess we got some questions for the Arahar when he shows up then. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. And the other question, um, just, Seeing as I know you've been at side for a while and, you know, you've been there pretty much through this whole this whole time. In fact, you were, I believe, there last time I was here. 
Um, what are exactly are we dealing with? If you're taking the if you're taking your uh, precious pets here with you as you've laid out, no. What exactly is this resistance up against? What you know? What what's the end game here? Well, without our support, the palace will be greatly weakened. Of course, Kren still has an army that he commands. Luckily, it's not stationed within the city. Hopefully, your friend there, and she smiles at Ormon, has some sort of plan to stop the army simply marching through the streets and killing everyone. Aside from that, of course, there's the city watch and the palace guard, and I hear rumors of Kren creating some little monstrosities of his own. Oh, those aren't you? I was going to say, I want an insight checker about that. Go for so, it. Uh, while he's inside checking, I'm like, so those crystalline creatures, they're all his own thing, are they? Nothing well, to do with you. <laughs> and your crystals. I may have given him a few ideas, but what can I say? He just ran with it. I bet he fucking did. Uh, I got an 11, so I probably won't notice anything. Legit, my second natural 20 on her uh, roll. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> super yeah. believable honestly this woman she just seems so nice and pleasant and is just telling you everything it's, she's an open book so it, can I ask is she like sat on like a couch or anything uh, she's just sat on a chair like in um, she's got like the, the meeting table in front of her and she's just sat down in a chair behind it right fair enough fair enough see I'm all up for doing your plan for some fucking reason we'll listen to Rogar despite the fact that he's you know, touched is what I was going to go for. But yeah, um, the only problem I've got with this plan, right, is while I was doing my, let's be honest, awesome and completely death defying uh, mission, sneaking through the palace and everything like a true hero. These fuckers were sat in a pub having a read of a book. And now the narrative is going to be they bravely broke into this impenetrable tower and killed fuckloads of these previously impervious creatures. Just rankles me a bit, you know? Well, let's put it this way. There's, there's three of us, okay, but you did that all by yourself. Yeah, I know I fucking did, but it looks shit now, doesn't it? No, 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 no. We, you, we, we have to spread the glory between the three of us. You yes. infiltrated the palace. Now that is much harder. Well, maybe. But you guys were still fucking sat in a pub having a read of a book. Rogar was growing a third eye. Well, <laughs> can I just say, while those two are bitching at each other about glory, can I just, uh, like, take a glance over at Solara, maybe just insight check her to see how she's dealing with all of this? Sure, you can insight check Solara. Why is Rogar the sane man? I'm, I, don't I'm, I'm, I don't like it, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Rogar doesn't care about glory. I got an 18. Rogar Eight? does care... Sorry, sorry. Before, we, before we move on. <laughs> Rogar what? doesn't care about glory. Rogar, no, Mr. That's what heroes do. Doesn't yeah, care that, about glory. That's what heroes do. Heroes do what needs to be done. And we don't need any praise for it. We just get the job done. <laughs> so I am, I, am, I, am, I, am, I am checking I am checking on our friend who has just seen <laughs> one of the scariest things in the world to her. And inside checking code because that's what heroes would do. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> right. Oh shit! Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> uh, so with an eighteen on your inside on Solara, um, she she's a little bit frozen. 
like you can see that she's tensing up and she doesn't really know what to do here. She's a bit, like you say, she is confronted with one of the things that deep down she knows is quite terrifying. And she's torn between wanting to just attack it outright, between going along with this plan, which she doesn't like because it's working with these creatures even in a small way, and also knowing that if she attacked, you'd probably all die. So she is a mix and bundle of emotions, and that's why she's kind of staying quiet, and she's almost like biting her bottom lip. Uh, can I, so seeing that, I'm just going to walk over to her, uh, put a hand on her shoulder and just say, it's not the time, and see how she responds to that. She kind of she glances at you, and it's a bit of a hard stare for a moment. That she kind of blinks and goes, I know that. I know. <sighs> I'll just give her, a, give her a wink. Let's just, just get this over with, okay? Yeah, yeah. Just trust in Rogar, the true hero of this piece. Yeah, massively, <laughs> trust, massively trustworthy, never deceived any of his friends before. Good old Rogar. A true hero. Mm-hmm. Modest as well. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I've got a really bad cough tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, now kind of she's calmed down a little bit. Are you two still bitching or have, have you, have you accepted it now? Uh, let's, let's be honest. Tommy, Tommy's still not really accepted it, but, but he's, he's, he's kind of shut up now. Right. Okay. So before we, I say that, you know, you know, thank you very much. Please don't kill everybody. You can go now. Do we want to ask her any other questions based on what Tommy saw while he was in there? She's saying she doesn't know about the crystalline knights. We tried to insight check us, and what about what about the, th the thing Rogar might want to know about about the guard captain? Does Ooh. she know if the guard captain was replaced? Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll ask her that question um, because it seems as though we have the actual guard captain with us. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'll ask her. So uh, yeah, I'll ask her about Emric, the guard captain, because it was also noted that he possibly was under a spell of some kind effect in his mind. And I just want to know if he is the original Emmerich. She looks at you and you ask that question. She kind of thinks for a moment and she, you see her close her eyes and then reopen and goes, well, I mean, it seems you may already know the answer to that, even if you don't want to admit it. The real Emmerich is downstairs, currently sat down, having a drink and trying to calm himself. The one in the palace. Well, he definitely isn't the original. I know that for certain. I must admit, I never really tried to pry too much in Kren's day-to-day goings-on. Frankly, it's beneath me. But I did notice that one day, Emmerich was his usual self, and then the next, it was someone else. Nasty little piece of illusionary magic used upon him. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, Rogar. No, 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 I'm just... I if it, would I be able to insight check it to see if she knew more than she was letting on? Or... Go for it. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Looking at her, you find it difficult to say that she probably doesn't know more than she's letting on. You don't know whether she'd ever tell you any more than what she's told you, but you feel like she probably knows more about it than she's saying. Right. Okay. Okay. <sighs> That's fine. Because I, I, even if I quiz them more, she's not going to let on. Would you reckon she might? Do you reckon if you asked her outright if 
do you know if this one killed my dad? Whether 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 you get an answer because that seems like something Rogar would ask because that's kind of his yeah job. yeah yeah fair enough. Well, uh, might we phrase it in a, in a way that not not just that, but so I want to know. Look, is it the one who's in the castle that killed my dad? As I'm pretty sure you know happened, and do you know the reasoning of why Kren would do that? Is in why he would since. She would have. She would know that I was there on a peaceful mission to try and, like, you know, build relations between the two two sides, so to speak. Yeah, you know, this was happening behind, so to speak. And and actually, when you arrived, Kren was his previous normal self. Previous normal self, yeah. Yeah. I uh, well, you never met him while he was normal. No, Your no, first that's true. Him was when he returned, and he, even to you then, he seemed to be acting a little off, and it just got worse over time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but again, if 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 as far as Rogar would have known, they were mm-hmm. trying to build relations between the two sides. So it doesn't make sense why they then, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as Rogar knew, that's just how Kren was. There was he didn't yeah. know any different. Yeah, yeah. So um, well, you asked that, and she goes, "Well, yes, the the deaths of all those dragonborn." quite a pity, I must admit. Kren has a tendency to lash out nowadays. I think it's fueled by his paranoia. Seems to think everyone's out to get him. Whether the swap had taken place with his captain at that point, I believe it had. If I'm remembering the timeline of events when you were in the palace, little Rogar. Yes, I think Emmerich was no longer himself around the time that order was given. In fact, it may have been exactly the same day I noticed a difference. Curious. <laughs> and as to why, like I say, I think Kryn's paranoia seemed to be getting at him. I remember often in an evening he would rant to me about dragons. I, I first thought he was, I don't know, harboring some sort of fear or hatred over the dragon that scarred him so. But... I don't know, perhaps in his madness that that fear transferred onto your people. An unfortunate place at an unfortunate time, it seems. Well, uh, could I have to insight check her just to see if I believe what she's saying. Uh, or, sorry, Rogar would believe it. So, 14. As far as you can tell, it sounds like a reasonable accounting of events as you know them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I assume that, but Rogar being Rogar would check, so... Um, yeah, Apart I mean, this, from this, this, this Celine. Is the main... Sorry. Yes, no, sorry, I was going to go off topic. I was just going to say, well, this is the main driving force behind Rogar and all his actions yeah. up to this point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Go on, sorry, Flo. Yeah, so apart from Ciceline, are there any other of your illuminated buddies wandering around the city? She looks at you and goes... Why ever do you think Cicelyne is here? Rogar? <laughs> Rogar wouldn't ask. <laughs> and for the record, yeah. I would be careful about when you drop names in mixed company, dear. <sighs> mixed company as in? She looks towards, well, 
Heinrich and Ormond. Hmm. You know, we go to a lot of trouble to keep ourselves quiet. And <laughs> as alluded to earlier, we're in a position to wrap things up here nice and easily. I prefer not to have to go a different route, if you get my meaning. Okay, so let's say it's not that person and it's another bitchy woman hanging about the city. Are there any more of you around? Ro- Rogar has his head in his hands like, oh, please be quiet. Sophia, <laughs> uh, I think what we had earlier was a threat. As uh, you ask that question again... Not not to pursue this line of questioning anymore. <laughs> she raises her hand, and you watch as Heinrich and Ormond suddenly start grasping at their ears, and they both drop to their knees, and you see little bits of blood start to trickle down from their ears. And she goes, I assure you that I am the only person here, and when I leave, we will be gone. Is that understood? Just making sure you're going to go. Excellent. I think that's enough of question time, don't you? You watch uh, Heinrich and Ormond are doing this like kind of wordless scream as they kind of clutch their ears, and you you can see like their veins pushing out of their cheeks, like it's pumping blood there quicker and quicker, and you can just see this like continual trickle of blood down their sides. Um, uh, uh, all right, love, we we get the message. Would you mind um, freeing them too? We kind of might need them. Oh yes, it would be a pity if Orman died at this point. We've gone to such lengths to keep this all going. And she kind of lowers her hand. Now then, I think it's time that you all have your meeting and you regale everyone with the tale of how you defeated us and drove us away. Orman is already aware of the signal he needs to give. And when it happens, we shall leave the city. Like wounded dogs licking our wounds, we will disappear. And then your little revolution can go ahead without us interfering. Sounds like a plan to me, love. Tom, Thank you Tommy very much notes. for your time. Tommy, Tommy <laughs> notes quite mentally to himself a lot of mentions of we, but he says nothing. She stands up and seems to be about to leave and then goes, oh, I suppose we best make this look as realistic as possible. You might get a few doubters downstairs. And she kind of reaches out towards one of the illuminated abominations. And you watch as she reaches, her hand and fingers seem to extend out into long, writhing tendrils. And they wrap around this creature's arm, and she rips it from the socket, leaving just this jagged bit of machinery left in the shoulder joint. And she throws the arm across the table towards you for There you go. You can make it look a little bit more convincing now. Let's be going. And she raises her hand. And with a cast of a spell, you watch outside. The purple light that is just omnipresent seems to flash for a moment. And the room is empty. Um, Tommy's going to go up to the arm and pick it up. Inspect it. Make sure Rogar doesn't eat it. Oh no, it's, it's like mechanical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she ripped off his uh, mechanical clawed arm. So you just see this humanoid arm that just ends in this nasty knived uh, knived clawed fingers at the end of it. Sphere, you got the bag? Yeah. Valmin might want to have a look at this and 
True, but we might need it for the gathering. Oh, yeah. It's a point. We'll have it afters. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it, but we'll we'll use it to rally the troops. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Actually, no, put it in the bag now. We'll whip it out at an opportune moment. Look more impressive. All about showmanship, you. Yeah, well, you know, you just you, you kind of you're talking about the the um, the illuminated. They're all like getting scared and shit, and then we just whack out an arm on the table. Bam! You mean these fuckers? And everyone's like, "Woo!" You know what I mean? <laughs> Side note: I don't trust her. Can can can? Yeah, fuck um... no! <laughs> fuck no! That 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 bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> question yeah the, well no i suppose it's not gonna, i suppose it's not gonna it's not gonna happen well, go I, 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 well I was just wondering uh, with her being such a powerful being would there be like any kind of aura left in the air that i could like i don't know perform some kind of check on just to i don't know whether try and understand a bit more about the about her or the illuminated or something why don't you i don't know how much magically i can see um, what are you just trying to find out? Just like a general idea of what you just did or what they are. Bits of both. No, well, you can do me an arcana check for the room. I get it. I'll say uh, while Rogan is doing that, um, Heinrich and Orman take their hands away from their ears, and you can see like this little trickle of blood that's gone all the way down from their ears, just down their neck, and they kind of shake their heads like that was that was very unpleasant. And I'll take a 20. Uh, 20? As you look around the room, you, you can definitely sense in the air that uh, kind of tingling sensation of powerful magic that was just cast, um, which you guess is probably from whatever sort of spell they're using to teleport around the city, amplified by those crystals. I mean, in terms of her, she seemed overwhelmingly magical in nature. I love the idea that Rugar has, has, has like been going around the room like sniffing. Yeah, I, I, I am <laughs> literally sniffing. Like sniffing, sniffing the chair she was sat yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this, um, Rugar, with your ghoulish senses. Yeah, she definitely smelled of death. Interesting. Uh, kind of, kind would, of... I, would I be able to? Sorry, just, just, just. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if it'll be like. But would Rogar have any? sense of her power compared to the crimson tongue so to speak maybe uh, not from what you'd seen right fair enough fair enough so so while, while rogar's sniffing the chair the other two are getting up with blood coming out of their ears Me, <laughs> I, I, i'm just kind of looking at rogar like the fuck um well i'm I was gonna some... check on solara yeah that's a good idea uh, I'm, I'm gonna whip that arm away off the table and, and put it in our bag of holding for the showmanship moment later on priorities eh absolutely I'm going to sit in a chair. Solara, hun, how are you doing? Um, okay, I suppose. I don't know. I think that was a little intense and I can't say I'm happy with this, but I see what Armand meant. Um, it's kind of the only option we got, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, if Rogar was right, she was going to properly fuck us all up. So if not. Hey, I'm just saying, look, if we don't do what she says, it's like it's like end of world proportions you know what i mean it's just just leave it be i don't like being a pawn rogar is now sat relaxing in the chair are you are you sent in that chair mate 
No, no, no. Just, you know, seem comfortable and, uh, you know, there's no point in getting all antsy now. We've dealt with, you know, she's she's doing a bit. She's taking a leave and, you know, might as well make herself comfortable and look like a boss for when these people walk in. Puts his feet up on top of the table. Solara, did you pick anything up from her at all? Something that we might have missed? Um, I don't think so. I, I didn't dare cast any spells just in case she took it as being aggressive. That's probably smart. I'm not sure what she did to those two, though. I've never seen magic like that. I guess if you're that old, you know a lot of fucking different spells. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> so, Sophia just throwing some shade there. Yeah, she's old, all right? Fucking old bitch. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to speak to um, Amanda and be like, hey, mate, you got any drinks in this place? I think I could use a stiff one after that. And me as well. He uh, walks over to a cabinet and pulls out a uh, a nice uh, glass container of what you guess looks like some sort of whiskey and starts putting out some glasses. Well, that went um, slightly better than I expected, frankly. What, even with the blood coming out of your ears? The fact that none of us died seemed uh, seems a positive reason to celebrate. Ha, <laughs> fair one. Uh, Rogar, do you want? Rogar has never said no. So, yep, yeah, Rogar's having one. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get two for us. Do, do, do you ladies want a whiskey? No, wait a minute. Uh, oh, man, if you ever pull something like that again, I don't care how much you're paying us. You will die. Yeah, she's got a fucking point, actually, Lando. That was some bullshit right there. He looks at you for a moment there, Sophia, and kind of goes, hmm. and it's not the first time I've been threatened by a Landrin. I survived last time. And kind of walks past you and starts pouring drinks out to everyone. Oh, insight check that. <laughs> okay. Don't forget, you get advantage as well. Thank you for reminding me again. You're Ten. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Ten. Uh, I you mean, were just you were just, you were just reeling from that burn there, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just in shock that he knows a Landrin. Uh, that, and that he, yeah, and that he would, he, you know, insult you like that. <laughs> How, How dare, dare he? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't he know who you are? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, with a ten, it seemed genuine. <laughs> You're a little taken aback from that burn. <laughs> <laughs> now trying to figure out which Landrin. Um, listen, mate, that might be, but Sophia, she doesn't fuck around with any political motives. She just shoots fuckers. Stabs. <laughs> shoots and stabs. Oman sits down at the table and just goes, look, I've done everything I have to do for the revolution. To dethrone a tyrant who would happily kill everyone in this city if he had his way. I do not. I do not care that I have had to lie down with the wolves. It doesn't sound like you needed to do anything, dude. She just handed it to you on a fucking platter. I think he's done some other stuff, Sophia. It's not just that, but it's kind of like if he didn't do what she wanted, he'd be dead. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Rogel literally says that out loud. <laughs> anyway, ladies, do you want a drink? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I'll take one. So I'll, I'll I'll slosh some more out for you to hand you your drinks, take mine and Rogar's and go and like grab the chair next to his and put my feet up next to him, hand him the drink. 
Oh, these are pretty comfy, actually. Not as, not as good as mine, but they're not bad. <laughs> as you all kind of get comfy and you take a moment to kind of collect yourselves, you eventually do hear a knock on the door downstairs. Orman kind of straightens up and goes, Well, if we have all got our stories straight, it seems it's time to begin. And he uh, wanders downstairs. Uh, Tommy's going to just sling a gun out um, under the table carefully in his hand because fool me once you know <laughs> that's a fair shout how are we going to swing this right Rogar you're in charge of bullshitting that story yeah don't leave it to me because I'll make you sound like fucking pussies <laughs> <laughs> also Lara right, that- you good at weaving a yarn oh, I guess I'm not too bad at it people find me cool. charming yeah, yeah, people do not find me fucking charming. <laughs> no, I've noticed. You don't get along well with people. That's because right, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's that, um, <laughs> it's that, it's that snobby noble attitude mixed with the sort of faint hint of horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let, 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 let's, let's do this properly. Right? If you guys come and sit on, like, chairs, I don't know, like, next, no, either next to Tommy or next to me, I'm guessing if Tommy's on my left, you guys would go on the right. Um, makes us seem really important, dude, when actually we came into this rather late. Yeah, I know, but we've done all the all the heavy lifting. Exactly. We've done all the we've done all the work. Yeah. It does feel like that. So 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 the the four of us are, are sort of sat basically at the head of the table now. Yeah, looking like badasses. Yeah. <laughs> Heinrich sat with you guys as well, and then after a few moments you hear a number of footsteps coming upstairs. And the door opens, and the first person you see walk in is the Doom Guide from downstairs. He seems to have cleaned himself up a little bit. He still looks ragged, but he's trying to walk with as much pride as he has left at this point. And then after him, Emmerich walks in, and then you see Araha Odell walk through the room, walk into the room, Archpriest Lauren, and Lieutenant Ashar. Hmm. Mm. And feel then, a bit underdressed. and then as they come in and sit down another figure walks into the room and from her shadowy assassin's garb you recognize her as one of the watchers Ooh! and she walks in and she nods to uh, you Tommy I'm glad to see you are still in one piece oh is it that one the one that he hit on yeah Yeah. it is that one and she uh, sits down yeah, well, take a lot more than that to kill me, love. I kind of, I kind of touch my finger to my tricorn hat and give her a little wink. I look at you both like, like, like tennis, looking you, you both back and forth. I'm like, how the fuck do they know each other? <laughs> <laughs> and as she moves aside and comes into the room, the last person to enter before Oman is the gladiator Koreth. Oh. Carf buddy. Oh, mate, grab yourself a drink. Hey, guys. Yeah, I could always do with a good drink. And he uh, snatches up the uh, the glass bottle and just kind of takes it by himself and walks it <laughs> to <over> him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got any bigger glasses? This one's a bit small. <laughs> just drink Glass. from the bottle, dude. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. He starts uh, chugging it back, puts his feet up on the table. Uh. We are so badasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, as they all kind of get seated, Oman walks into the room and 
closes the door behind you and goes, thank you everyone for joining us. Okay. So that's, that's everybody. The, the drooge goes. So now I'm going to very extravagantly put my pistol that was trained to everyone to walk to the room away now. Just all right then. Cause you trust everybody. Because right, right at this very moment, I've seen everyone who's walked to the room. No one's, no one's perceiving themselves as a threat right now. So I don't want to up the ante by holding a gun on them the entire meeting. Yeah, so, I suppose that's fair. So just, but 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 at the same time, I'm making everyone realise that I had a gun on them as they walked in the room. <laughs> so, so thank you for gathering here. I know that you have all committed yourself to this cause at great risk to the ones you care about and to your stations within this city. And I know we have mutual friends here who I think a lot of this could not have been done without. And he nods towards your group. You are welcome. We're heroes. So Tommy just touches two fingers to his to his tricon, like, yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they have undergone two separate missions tonight, and they will inform us all of how well they went, as it is direly important to our success in the upcoming <laughs> revolt. But tonight is the night that we plan, and we all decide just how we're going to win back our city. And that's where I'm going to end the episode. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Hope you had fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed meeting her. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're insane. Well, actually, no. I, I'm pretty sure Rogar was the most sane he's been in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that, might, that might be because, because, I don't know, things things in his perspective weren't, that serious you know it was either a kind of we were all going to survive or we were all going to die we weren't going to know about it either kind of takes the the pressure off a little bit or maybe because he was the like more sane than her oh maybe it it, it's more in that like it's like when the crimson tongue showed up and i was insane then it's uh know who you are talking to and you know when you can push it a little bit you know it's it's I know, I know I'm not supposed to be able to control it, which is why I tried to play up the bit where I was laughing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, you don't, you don't want to piss these people off. And Rogo yeah. knows more about them than everybody else. So, I mean, I think, I think, I think, think with, it, with, it, with a sense of kind of seriousness, though, I don't know. I, it's one of those things like uh, an, old, an old story that my, my, my granddad who was in the war used to, used to say. It's just a little thing. Basically, if you're dealing with like a hand grenade, he used to shit himself because if a hand grenade goes off in your hand where you're fusing it, it'll blow your arm off. Yeah. If you're dealing with high explosive, like serious high explosive, the pressure's suddenly off because if you do the wrong thing, you're never going to know. Yeah, that's a shout. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the thing. It's, it, <laughs> it's so big, it will just, you'll just die in an instant. Nothing, yeah, it's just gone. So yeah, that's the kind of thing. When you're dealing with someone who can... Who can like kill or maim you slowly, you're more. I guess you're. It's more serious to you than when you're dealing with someone who can kill you with a thought. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, as a DM, just just part of me, part of me wanted you guys to attack her. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. She was. She was. She was fairly civil. She was. <laughs> she was. I thought she was quite nice. <laughs> if, she, if she'd been a total bitch, maybe we'd all be dead now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, we are doing her bidding at the end of the day. 
We are. We do. We do. We do, we do what she wants. So, uh, and we and we managed to get a lot of questions out of her, which was a good thing. Um, you know, we got some, got some answers. Pre- presuming, presuming, of course, she was telling the truth because we believed it either way. I can't believe. I, so when I roll for NPCs on roll twenty, it always rolls me with advantage, and I just take the first roll and ignore the second one unless I actually have advantage or disadvantage. So it basically, it always rolls two d twenties. Yeah. My first roll, I got a nat twenty. My second roll, I got a nat twenty. And on my third roll, the second of the two dice was also a nat twenty. Plenty <laughs> out. So out of yeah, that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, it doesn't matter if, if you're if you're if you're playing on roll twenty or you're playing with real dice. Twenties and ones come up in D and D so much more than the odds would suggest they do. They yeah. do. It's, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's good though. Uh, it is. Yeah. So, uh, as you lot tangle yourselves in the Illuminated's web, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode, and that was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. If you want to catch us on any other podcasting service, you can find us, because we're on basically everything. If you want to get in touch, we are on Twitter. I am at TreasonNo, and my players are all there under their player names with GTMP at the end of it. We have a WordPress website with lots of juicy lore details, Comics, pictures, all those fun things. And we have a Facebook group for no real reason, but it exists. And I will uh, turn you over to everyone else to say goodbye. But first, I will say sorry for a shorter episode this week. Lots of real-life things going on, but next week probably be back as usual, as the revolution seems to be about to begin. <laughs> as usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers. You can find them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, Europe for now. And as usual, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't. So please do treasure these next few moments. Do you have trouble talking to people? Do you lack charisma, geniality? or basic common decency? Do you emit a strong odour or shun clothing? Do you lack the faculty to form coherent sentences or decided charisma was just a dump stat? If you answered a yes to it or grunted in assent to any of these questions, then Bard Bros can help. We provide a trained bard who will discuss quests, negotiate rewards, persuade potential allies and deceive adversaries, all for the low, low fixed price of 10% of your income. See an attractive character? Your Bard Bro will even wingman for you. Call in at Bard Bros today. Bards will improve your chances, but we cannot guarantee they will always pass skill checks. Bard may not appear as advertised. Bards may sleep with any or all characters they come across, even you. Bard Bros accepts no liability for child support. I really want a one. Can we please hire one? <laughs> what, from Bard Bros? Yeah. yeah, well, I'm kind of hoping Cooks and throws some of these things in at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I could die now. Yeah, someone shoot me. I'll I'll become the bard. It's fine. Uh, I'm just, 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 just like you just like hire them for like a day or something. <laughs> just nah. like, you know, Sophia desperately wants to to hit on a new character or something. You know, hire a bard, bro. I've seen more action than you. Uh, somehow I doubt that. <laughs> I paid for it, but at least I got it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Steve, you're a crook. You're a cheat and a swindler. How could you do a thing like this? Raising up a little boy's hopes and dashing them his dreams to pieces? 
You're an inhumane monster. That's really old. That predates me. So that makes it really old. If you know what it is, let me know on Twitter. Oh. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. See you. Well, 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 what do we have here? I'm Dr. Evil from the League of Villains podcast, and you seem to be a podcast listener that has stumbled into my lair. But just take a seat. There's no evil going on here or anything of that sort. Nope, nothing like that at all. It's totally villainy, but The show you just listened to is on the Necropodicon Network. We have shows for everyone from D&D actual play podcasts to horror movie reviews and more. Check them all out at Necropodicon.com. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.